0: Yo, I've been waiting for Friday all week long. Not really. <clears throat> it's just Friday, though. We're talking about Lithia recording a record, a rural Dino group launching its first EV in a GM program, and Zoom calls on airplanes? You, I go, the people that sounds really annoying, by I the way. Yeah, Look, I don't want to be on a thing. Zoom call on an airplane. I don't want to see anyone else on a Zoom call on an airplane. No, no, no. No.
1: If you are making a Zoom call next to me on an airplane, it would be my great honor To make that (laughs) a terrible Zoom call for everybody else. I'm going to ask
0: for the pretzels, and I'm just going to be like.
1: (laughs) Reach right over, right in the middle of the camera. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What are are you doing? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hi, guys. (laughs) Like, wave to everybody else on the call. We'll talk about that in a second. Kyle's all messed up because he, get this, everybody lean in. Kyle had a layover yesterday. (laughs) His neck's all messed up. So Kyle lives in Nashville. So he's always like, oh, there's no direct flights because Nashville has direct flights everywhere. And, and by think- the way, he's always like, oh, I don't know if I want to go to the second best coffee shop in Nashville or the third best coffee shop in Nashville to walk through the airplane. <laughs> so he had a layover. And when he complains about a layover, the rest of the world um, tries to keep their middle fingers down.
1: Literally. <laughs> the Pacific Northwest, Seattle, and the great Northeast like Syracuse, Burlington, like those, that's, that's it. That's the only places I can't get direct. It's unbelievable. I think you just said it right. It's the
0: great Northeast. Oh my <laughs> goodness. Oh boy. Here we go. Uh, hey, I'm excited Here because go. I'm going to be going to Nashville for the second time ever. I've only been to Nashville actually no. once it was for a Donald Miller thing. And it was like this is this is
1: we're going to ta- we're going to say this is like the I mean, I kind of made the unofficial official oh, announcement in the it'll in be my the, third time oh. in
0: Nashville. I'm sorry. Oh, official, that's, unofficial. That's, good. that's good. Yeah.
1: This is the official, unofficial. I, I kind of made the unofficial official announcement in the lead in the email the other day. But today we can officially officially announce that we are doing the year extra year in extravaganza, that we are hosting it in Nashville, that it is going to be something like you've never seen before. Probably something that we've never done before. Even oh, for if you sure. saw Year and Extravaganza last year, you're gonna be like, what are these guys doing? <laughs> and uh yeah. We're really excited to I'm I'm excited. My wife's excited to host everyone in Nashville. She's like, look at all these cool things we can do. There's actually this really neat, and not a lot of people know about it, like antique car museum in Nashville. So if you're coming around Nashville in December, you might you might go want to go see the
0: little yeah, car a, museum. A nice little it's gonna be on the 20th. So it's Tuesday, December 20th. Yep. We already have a date, we have a location. And uh, we're going to have a live studio audience this year. Yeah. So we're going full tonight. You got to know
1: someone who knows someone. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm saying.
0: And that'll probably be a mix <laughs> of uh, dealer guests uh, some of our sponsors, I'm sure, will want to go, uh, but we're doing the whole thing live band. It's going to be a thing. So okay, didn't didn't plan on announcing it, but we just announced it. Great, more details to come. Now we got to put a post out or something, links um, and all those things. They're coming. They're coming. But it's Friday. It's fall time. Everybody seems to be in a pretty good mood uh, yeah. lately. And speaking of people in a pretty good mood, Stop. Segway. <laughs> Lithium yep. Motors hit a. Q3 record all-time record as their net income increased by 6.9% to just over 330 million and total revenue jumped 18% to 7.3 billion as reported in their quarterly earnings call. Both new yes. and used sales were up uh, both 4.3% on new 6.4% on used. Uh, they continued to buy sell like buy and sell their you know dealerships throughout this. This is a cool one. So they did return to the Wisconsin market but they purchased 5 airstream dealers in october so i know october's not q3 but they they found they wanted to announce it on the call they they now yeah. own 5 airstream dealers and, and naturally
1: they, they're in the Pacific Northwest, absolutely. which is like, they, they got- also, interestingly enough,
0: also purchased three Birkenstock stores.
1: No, that's, um, <laughs> that's a lot. That's not true. That's, that's uh,
0: Opened a there mini there. mall that has a Patagonia, right? Cause you <laughs> never Patagonia. know what a hike what was it Jim Gaffigan. You never know. Everyone's dressed like a random hike might just break out sometime. Right, just break out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, the airstream dealers are interesting and I'm sure we'll hear more about that, um, Some interesting data, too, from them on uh, average car prices. Average new car sold $47,000. Average used car, $30,000. So the used car, the new car number actually went up 11%, already super high, up 11% more. But as we all know, the used car market is a changing. used car sale down 19% on their average gross. How about that? Wow. That's the thing. Which is interesting because- included in the
1: used car sale opportunities is driveway, which pushes much more on the used car side. So, you know, you just wonder is like inventory acquisition That's or the f- right I mean, inventory. It's, or it's what's gotta be what's what happening it is. There. I mean, you think of any company yeah.
0: being aggressive in their used car strategy, they're going to have to be aggressive on the buy side first. And if yep. you were going to be aggressive on the buy side, when prices are high, you do, you are like, you know, disproportionately exposed to when the dip happens. Like, you're going to be holding the bag a little bit. You just have to, you know, be be sure that you're ready to handle it. CEO Brian DeBoer uh, said on the call, our teams are focused on improving operating leverage and fundamentals as fundamentals normalize across the industry. So everybody's mm. starting to say sing that tune of operational efficiency. Operational efficiency, because here's the thing. When's the last time
1: that you've seen used car total gross averages of new car total gross averages, which is what they're actually less than 50%, which is what Lithia is is experiencing right now. That's crazy. So what that means is if for some reason new car grosses go back to or close to what they were before, you have to dial in efficiency in your operational processes, in your expense structures and all of that. Um, Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely... That's a telling tale. And I think I, you know, just in the dealers that we communicate with on a regular basis, this is something that everyone is looking at. People are looking at aged inventory that they didn't really care about at some point, you know, David Long, thanks for mentioning that. There's an age issue and inventory recycling is happening. Um, you know, operators are going, hey, look, let's get let's if we haven't been on a tight turn, let's keep on that tight turn. And so that's why you see grosses start to go down. That's why you start start to see Im- you know inventory shrinking to manage expectations. And so then you see sales volume going down. It's all just this trickle down effect.
0: That's truth. Trickle down. There we Speaking go. of trickle. Stop. Sigway. Now I'm gonna tie that one together. I'm now gonna okay, tie that one yeah. together. I'm gonna tie Help that me out one together. Out with it. So you you know what a trickle charge is, right? For I know exactly what it okay. is Okay, okay. Well, there you go.
1: Eight hours to get your car charged. Yeah, your
0: car or like a motorcycle battery. Oh no!
1: Or the trickle charger. The trickle charger for a car takes like
0: twenty three hours or something <laughs> crazy. Also like that. it's coming for the battery. It's healthiest for the battery. Well, yeah, a GM right. GM's dealer community charging program, which was announced actually last year, they finally installed their first two level two EV chargers. The Wheelers Family Auto Group in Marsh. Marshfield, Wisconsin are the first to install the two chargers owner. Mary Jo Wheeler says this is the first one in North America to offer. This we will put Marshfield on the map. This is a great stop for people commuting from other areas to stop and check out our community and see all Marshfield has to offer. I love that. Making it like, Hey, this is kind of a drive-through community, but not anymore. If you're in an EV, it's a place to stop. Yeah. I- I wouldn't even call it like
1: a drive-through community just as in just I have, throwing I didn't, it out there. I, I, didn't open, I didn't open the map. I didn't look at where I've it is. I've opened maps. I've got it pulled up. Maybe maybe Isaac, the old producer, maybe he can get it pulled up. But Madison and Milwaukee are kind of like your big Wisconsin cities. And yep. then you got Wausau, which is kind of close to Chippewa Falls. This is like in the middle. Yeah, Green Bay. This is at least a couple hours from green bay maybe like three hours it looks like what's direction it's it's uh completely west and oh, so like, oh gotcha there's just and that there's way. just nothing happening out there i mean hey i'm proud of them for expecting like proud visit a, a bunch of visit marshfield tourist uh you know attraction actions maybe marshfield is really cool hey they but made it I'm on really the show them this morning about that's is that's all that, i'm is saying that they're, le- that they're leaning in you know that they're and and i think like if a rural deal, dealership in Wisconsin where, you know, questions on EV charging with the cold weather are already high, if they can pull this off and they see a path to efficiency, a path to customer acquisition or customer stopping by or anything like that, then shoot. If you're, an a, you know, a suburban or urban dealership, what you, let's go. Yeah,
0: what yeah. are you thinking? So the co-owner, Dan, Daniel Wheeler, said, Um, he, there aren't a lot of chargers in central Wisconsin. And we talked about this, I don't know, a few weeks ago now about just like the charging deserts, right. As you get up North Midwest, um, you know, there's just not a lot of people that have EVs. So he says, but there are a ton of people coming North commuting North. Right. And he's Mm -hmm. like, so he sees like a little flow there. Um, they, the deal group purchased five chargers total, uh, for 400 and was a $4,400 each. So 22 grand total is their investment. Uh, the GM program. Plans on in installing 40,000 level two chargers across North America. Oh, thank you. We got the map up now. Well, there it is. Big red arrow, little there red marker. Is. I gotcha. So if you I,
1: I guess if you're going from Green Bay to, to Minneapolis, Minneapolis you you that's a long little jog.
0: drive, sir. Is a long it drive. is a long drive. I hope there are a couple <laughs> more chargers. a little chargers. jog, little like
1: little country roads, you know, and get out there into, into Marshfield.
0: But get the stat. GM. <laughs> notes that 90% of all Americans live within 10 miles of a GM dealership. Now that's a freaking network. That is a that network. is a network. But let let me say this. Smart. I think that thinking locally, right? So they're taking the trend, they're taking like the the broader need or the of EV, they're but I think most importantly, they're championing their community through this. So they spent 22 grand yep. on the chargers. I guarantee you, they are the talk of the town. And if you live in a small town, having something that feels like you're connecting to the bigger trends that you're hearing and seeing all over the place, yep. I think that's going to do a whole lot for that dealership. Just local biz dev, right? If they just took oh, yeah. their marketing budget and their ad spend, and they like didn't do that for a few months, and they so that they could do this charger thing, I think that yeah. is probably worth it because their brand it's has just taken it, a step there. up there. Yep. So yep, I, I exactly. like that play. All the way across, serving the community, building their brand um, and being the first to prepare uh, for the EV kind of uh, the coming things with EV. And you and I have a soft spot in our hearts for the early adopters.
1: I love them. I love them. I'm proud of them. And uh, hey, maybe we'll reach out and and uh, and get a little one on one. because like that idea. You know, these are some mo- these are some movers and shakers. So oh, I like that. Good. Good on. Good on your family. Wheeler's family auto group. Good. Anya, I'm telling
0: you what I'm gonna say. Good Anya on this next story. So
1: speaking of good Anyas, I was waiting to see.
0: Actually, this whole show, the whole show, I've really just been waiting to talk about this one.
1: (laughs) Yeah, right. I've I've I flew yesterday. So I've really been waiting to talk about this one (laughs) now, not the video call portion, but uh, Starlink, Elon Musk satellite internet service provider, who you've heard a lot of, especially because of the recent uh, support of Ukraine, uh, has announced that the high speed internet service is coming to commercial aviation starting in 2023, offering offering this service as fast as, get this, 350 megabytes down per plane, Wow, it's hot. That's
0: if you that's don't know what, com, that's moving. Let me let me back up for a second. If you don't know what Starlink is, so Starlink is satellite internet service. Um, you know they've been launching satellites into space for the last like three years, and now they have a pretty substantial mesh network up there. And um so you can buy this. You know our, our buddy Darren Don has it, and it's like a little yep. disc, and you just set it out on your property somewhere, and you can get high speed up and download. Um, you know, no matter where you are in the country or actually in the world. And so the they've world, just yeah. found a way to pop this little sucker on top of a commercial airplane.
1: Typically, I wouldn't call it a little sucker. It's probably like, no, it's not. Know, actually, no, it is. Big.
0: No, it isn't. It, it's actually super low profile. I They have a picture it's of low it. profile.
1: It's It's like that skinny. But I mean, it's a little wide, but it's compared to a plane it's not that it's <laughs> compared not that to a
0: plane yeah. and so the typical <laughs> typical airline speed so and and the 350 megabytes is shared by uh, everybody on the plane the typical speed at max when you have an airplane that has great internet you have a hundred. That has to be shared by everybody. So they're saying now, like, you know, video calls, online gaming, VPNs, so you can have secure communications from an airplane now. Look, I'm not excited about people being on Zoom calls or, you know, you're not even allowed to be on a phone call on a plane. I I don't think, I don't think you're going to see this. Well, I don't think so either. I mean, if you
1: can do video calls, you could do an air, you could do a, um, you could easily do
0: a FaceTime call. Could you do a live stream? (laughs) I'm asking for a friend. Live streaming, from the- <laughs> We're going to have to buy all three seats. How do you like the peanuts? We're going to all- <laughs> walk down the plane. Oh, don't, don't put anything past us. Don't put anything past us. But here's the, I think the very, very best part of the story. And if you go to the show notes, the link is in there is the Starlink site. It's number one. It's beautiful. It's like you're buying an iPhone. It has right. the features. It has the pricing on it. It is. It almost feels like if you had the money and you weren't an airline, you could
1: figure out how to buy one of these things. It's unreal. Right now, uh,
0: just the retailing side of this. I've never seen a commercial product retailed, right? And I think it's a good, it's a good note to take to auto dealers saying like, look, they are retailing a $150,000 satellite uplink with a 12 to $25,000 a month subscription. And they made it simple and they hit the key points and then you can pre-order right on the site. So, like, Look, I just am I'm telling impressed. you,
1: I hope that every airline, like, at minimum, like, a Delta
0: and an American should just be all over this. Uh, I, will, all I will literally this. pick flights based on who has this and who doesn't have this. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just
1: the, the, the ability to work, the ability to be interactive, the ability to text and all of those things that come with just like having that as access. And I really hope, I mean, this, you know, when you break out the cost of this, it doesn't seem that aggressive, like, you know, from a cost perspective for an airline per plane. And, and maybe I'm wrong about I, that. Yeah, I have no but, idea. But like you would think that this would be something that would be a new value add because of the access.
0: I'm sure whatever they're doing now isn't cheap. It's got to be somewhat comparable. And I like how they also put a couple uh, little features, which is basically a lifetime hardware warranty as long as you're a subscriber. So they just kind of made it easy. They just kind of yep. made it easy. Um, that's really all the time we have for now. We're about to jump into all things used cars on Clubhouse. If you're listening on the live stream, follow us over the all things used cars. If not, hey, tomorrow is a Saturday. It's you got two Saturdays left still in this month. So let's go get a little bit.